I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. We both know you only love you. Did you know they have a name for that? Narcissus was a handsome guy wandering the world in search of someone to love. He caught a glimpse of his own reflection in a river and fell in love with it. Hey everyone, come and see how good I look! But first, let me take a selfie. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another riveting episode of your favorite life podcast. Dive into the shallows with us every single weekend. Now, the man with the master plan, Alex Tyshirt. Good morning, good evening, and possibly even good afternoon. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening, and whenever you are listening to this, I thank you and I welcome you in to the return, and I know I've said that a lot of times, but the final return of the Shallow Oceans podcast. Oh, fans, it feels so good to come back to you live in the year of 2022, where some would say I can see even better now, because if you up it by two points on one side of your eye, it could almost be like seeing a falcon in the distance, being one of those of a jet pilot who can see into the future with such great vision. And in some sense, we are now in the future because the last time we did talk, it was 2021. So first off, Happy New Year. It's a blessing to say that we have made it this far in our lives, that we have come to another cycle around the sun or just another spin around the axis or the flat world, whatever you believe in, I welcome it all. And it's good to know that we can be here again for each other. And I've missed you so much. These last few months have been many adventures, many new insight, many new activities. And I've been trying my best to not only further myself as a human being, which I feel is the driving force of this show. As I've always said, when was the last time you've done something for the first time? I've always tried to better myself to give you guys more information, more insight, and to not only challenge myself, but to challenge both of us, because I believe that is the premise of life itself, is to always further and push forward to new purpose, new ambitions, and to be a better person. Because if we just start to get sedative and we start to just become... I guess you could say moldy, crusty, and we just become a tough exterior and we're just degenerating, then what's the point anymore, right? What's the point of trying, of living, or even trying to become something different? So I always want to test that, and I'm glad that you have found your way to not only this show, but back for another year and for another rousing edition of the Shallow Oceans podcast. If this is your first show, my name is Alexander Tyshirt. I do this show live in the city of Los Angeles, where the angels rest their head, in the Sherman Oak Studios, but not for much longer because we are actually going to be moving to Burbank, which is a a city over, and it's to the uh, local station of 570 AM, so we are now combining the national and local stations together, probably because they wanted to save a little bit money, but because they want to bring the family closer together, and I'm all for it. I've been to that studio multiple times to work on the Herd shows, and so when I've been there, their studios are beautiful, they have a lot of uh, music connections to the local affiliates for like Kiss FM and everything else, and all of the good people that are around there 
it'll be fun to make some new connections and to use their new studios. And if uh, it's not able to be done there, well, then I could at least have a final hurrah here. And I have the home equipment if needed, but there's just something different about sitting here in the studio talking to you. So again, I hope you've been well. I hope that you aren't one of those people that uses the new year as a new year, new me. I'm going to set some new year's revolutions because I'm going to better myself for about a couple weeks and then fall off the belt again and be like, well, I tried, bitch. Uh, no, I, I have a saying where I say, uh, I believe if you're waiting for a day to make a change, then you have waited too long. Uh, it should be any day. Any day you want to make a change, just do it. I don't believe you need to have a holiday to show the ones you love them. I think I've said this before but Valentine's Day or Mother's Day, Father's Day, birthdays, any celebration, anniversaries, you shouldn't have to wait for one day to celebrate them and to show them you love them because I don't mean to blow your mind here, but tomorrow isn't promised. Yesterday never happened. Right now is all that exists. Time is irrelevant. It's just the transition from light to day and when we sleep and awake. So, I mean, in theory, you should cherish every moment you have with the people around you. You feel me? So I think it's a good way to benefit them and ourselves and also grow. So... Hopefully you guys have been in new adventures, hopefully that you are trying to do new things, and it's back to the uh, the grind at hand here, because I have a lot of ideas I want to bring to your attention, and also uh, get some more stuff up on YouTube finally, which I've been promoting. So at least all the good stuff's out of the way, it's time to grind and come back to why we are here and sitting in front of each other. So the last we talked, I remember teasing ahead to a thing called narcissism, being narcissistic, and how when I was growing up in school, anytime I would see somebody that was walking through the hallways, whether it be junior high, uh, high school, or just any older person when I was younger, the adults, the young teens, the people I looked up to, any of them that were caught up in themselves or were over-the-top infatuated with their looks and trying to pub themselves out as this portrait, this art piece that is just meant to be hung on your wall because it's so beautiful, it was frowned upon. And especially when I was growing up, people really didn't realize the whole effect it had of narcissism and what I believe it ultimately has built up in today's society because of how people now view themselves and the world around them and now how everybody is a social media influencer. And sadly, ladies, I have a lot of disdain for a lot of you more so than the young men out there because at least the young men, unless they have a sharp body or good looks, they don't really pub it as much. But men, you're still at fault as well. So don't think you're off the hook yet. But a lot of these things has happened because I know social media has turned in more of a weapon than actually an adversary or an ally. And so there's a lot of angles and ways I want to take this conversation. But the base premise of what I see narcissism is, is somebody who is so infatuated with themselves, who has built up this false persona of reality. They are literally in their own world and believe everything revolves around them into such a victim mentality. Now these people will truly be martyrs for causes that aren't their own to follow the modern day narrative and to be a guiding force of some kind of a persona, a personality, a low tier fame, whore in a sense, because they are trying to sustain this viewership that they have now built. And it's like almost a monopoly system because they're based in endorphin rushes and value of acceptance or, or you can even say value of their own self has revolved around now the following, the people that like them or get their views. And that's what defines them. So if they have hundreds of thousands of likes or followers, they feel valuable now. They feel like they have a purpose when in factuality, you've been giving a platform to do a lot of good with and majority of them don't really do too much. So there's a lot to it and a lot of angles, but I wanted to start with the base premise of what I saw and especially from how I grew up and how I feel that this has trickled into the world today. So let's go backwards before we go forwards. 
So as I mentioned, as I was growing up, we didn't have social media yet. Uh, there was no MySpace until the end of my junior high year into the beginning of my high school year because I'm 31 now. And so when I was growing up and aging, there was no such thing as cell phones yet. I didn't have one until I was the end of junior high again into high school as well. So there was none of this stuff now that kids just grow up with. They grow up in a world now where they have a tablet in front of their face. They have cell phones in freaking elementary school, which is beyond insane to me. They have so many outlets of social media now. All they have to do is type in an email and a password and they can create their own thing. And as long as their phone or whatever, their laptops, computers has a camera to it, they can start taking pictures and just upload it at will, which is a whole nother thing. But it's it's kind of dis it's disdained our view of what reality is and the purpose of how to carry ourselves and how we should look at the world too. So while I was growing up, I had none of this stuff. The only type of social networking we had was social interaction, which was going to school, which was, I know this sounds crazy, but when I grew up, we actually had to go to our friend's house and knock on their door. And then when their mom, their dad, or themselves would open up, that's how we would know if they're home. Or we'd have to be like, hey, Mrs. Jones, is Christy on here today? Oh, yeah, he's upstairs watching uh, SpongeBob folding his clothes. He comes down in sweatpants, and he's like, what's up, dog? I'm like, chilling, bro. What are we doing? That was how it used to be. You used to have to walk places. You used to have to go over or make phone calls, like from a landline, you know, like back when your phone was on a wire and at your house, <laughs> you know, it sounds crazy, but that's how it used to be. And people don't realize this though, but that created more of a premise of social networking where you had to go out there and adventure and see more people. You weren't caught up in your own looks and yourself, even though there was a lot of people who were cocky and confident or over the top, prideful or whatever that might be. That's a whole nother issue, but you still had to go out. You still had to interact and you still had to find these people. So thus you had to go out and experience, live and do. So doing this stuff and being able to grow in this type of life form, I was able to get accustomed and almost incorporated to a lot of different environments, a lot of different customs, a lot of different cultures, a lot of different experiences, some good, some bad. But at least I went out and did it. And I had no ego or pride behind me because the world that I was going within was a whole new place, like a whole, a whole new world. No Jasmine with me. I was uh, flying the carpet solo. <laughs> so um, when you go through this, you start to realize more thing about yourself and more life. And uh, it was a good thing because as I went into junior high now, you started to have more of those feels now. You started to be attracted to women or girls to boys, whatever it was, uh, boys to boys, girl, whatever you're into. You started to get attracted to people. So I was finding myself attracted to these women. And rather than just going and stalking their page and just seeing all their selfies of themselves and stuff or seeing what they were about, I had to go and talk to them. I had to go and express myself through conversation. I had to find a way to get into their realm of seeing each other. Like that was the whole premise of it. It was tough, especially when I was young. I was a self-conscious guy. I didn't have the swagger I have now. I didn't have the voice I have now. I didn't have the confidence, the open-mindedness, the ability with cognitive thinking. I had none of that. I was very programmed by the world. And when you are so, you are have a false sense of celebrities. And so we view them as like idols. That's what we believe to be perfection and confidence. So I was a self-conscious kid, I had some acne going into my teen years, but I never had the ability to do anything until, and I tried many times, but until there was a fateful day that I met my ex at the time, which was in high school. And I'll take you through that story in a second. But when I started going to high school, this is now when I got my first cell phone and now MySpace was a thing too. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this, but MySpace was a huge thing. This is back when Tom, the homie, he was my first friend. He was everybody's first friend. Tom was the homie. As soon as you made an account, he was your first friend and he sent you a message saying, what up? 
Thanks for coming. I'll be here for you. Let's connect. And it was dope. It was the original Facebook, quote unquote. It was an awesome experience. You were able to be a coder. Like you could actually, I don't know if anybody, if you're listening to me that's younger or older, if you've used it or not, but you could use a coding system and you could change the entire layout of your page. You could change the colors to it, the way the boxes were, the way the layout was, and then you could even implement an HTTP code that had a song. And so when anybody would load your page, it would automatically play the song. Come on, talk about how hardcore that is. You got to have your own theme song. Do you like realize this? Your own theme song? Bruh, can you imagine if you got off a bus or you're walking into a party or you're driving somewhere, whatever it may be, and you just have this song that you've selected blaring in the background or in your head, whatever? Come on. That was insane to me. I loved the concept of it, and it was so dope. We were able to customize everything, and so I had, like, Blink-182, Rage Against the Machine. You even had Linkin Park. You'd go to the hip-hop side, have a Millie but Little Wayne, whatever it was. And then the big one that created a lot of drama before we had Kardashians or any of that fake crap, you would have a top eight. And on your top eight, this was your top eight people in your life. So this would be your mom, your dad, your best friends, relationships whatever it may be so it was really important a lot of people who are in their top eight you had some drama because people like oh my god jessica did you see that aubrey is no longer on top of deborah's first she's now on her eighth (gasps) they had drama something happened (laughs) it's it's wild to say but that was real stuff that was like our type of drama quote unquote but see like what i'm getting to is that once myspace was incorporated now a whole new world opened up to me this is before tinder bumble any of your date naps this was the first kind of quote unquote social platform social interaction and also dating app which was really dope and really cool because now you got to get incorporated with like you're telling me i could message somebody that i've never met before fascinating and what was really cool about this is now for myself there was a few women that i saw at school knew of knew of me but never had the right situation to talk to them and again in high school i had a, i had more acne i was tall skinny had the porky bind uh had the porcupine head of spiked hair the sonic head with like the perfect spikes all around and my my people <laughs> this took yo and like real talk this took so long to do my mom still jokes about it today it took me literally 30 minutes to spike my hair for school let me take you through the routine real quick so i would shower get out of the shower put labella gel into my hair and the labella gel by the way there had a formula to it it was a giant tub of labella this whole like thing it was like a huge tub of this like gelatin uh styling product and what i would do is you take it leave it open and let it dry out for about two weeks so all the air bubbles come out and then it gets so super sticky it holds like it's insane like your hair will not move i've literally jumped into the pool plenty of times came right out and my hair was spotless it was like literally i had what is it called like uh the certain type of wax you can put on your car and it just shoots off the water it was insane insane and so i had to put all the product in my hair blow dried it and had it uh, like a fro basically and then put a whole nother set of product in it to have the perfect spikes to like 25 minutes a day 30 minutes a day just to do my hair. So ladies, I know you're paying. <laughs> so I did all that. 
would try to get incorporated with these ladies, trying to carry myself a certain way, but I never had the true confidence enough to do this like social interaction thing. So I use these platforms and I was founding, I found out I was actually pretty sly with my words. Come to see it, right? Who would have thought Alex is good with his words? Wordsmith. I don't care what you say, Chris. And so like when I went through these situations, I was able to make these connections with these girls and they started getting interested. But then when it came to like meeting up in person at classrooms or at their thing or whatnot, I got cold feet. I could never do it. I was so good at opening, but I was never good at closing. I was the opener. I was the guy that would be there in the morning setting up for the business, but I was like, I ain't closing up the shop. I'm out of here. I ain't going to do it right. I'm going to leave a door unlocked. I'm going to forget to turn the light off. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't a closer. I was an opener. And so that whole premise I'm getting to is like when it first was incorporated, it was truly pure. It wasn't people trying to be all caught up in their looks because I promise you, when you go back to these old pages and stuff, it was very awkward. We just took pictures in a mirror like us with the camera looking at the mirror and taking the picture of us in the mirror. It didn't turn into a selfie like it is now where we're so self-imposed to our own selves. That's a whole different thing I'll go into, but it wasn't like that. It was just basically you taking a quick picture. I had plenty of them where it's like me with a said the side uh, head tilt with the flip phone in the in, in the mirror and that's how the pictures were for everybody because that was so new we didn't know what to do we're used to just looking in a mirror so we did it and that's what we did you didn't have like now if you go to people's social platforms or whatnot or their pages hundreds of just pictures of them if it's women they're in lingerie they're in small clothing or whatever it may be it's always them 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 friends them 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 them, them, them. maybe outside them 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 and then you look at guys too and most of it too, if it's guys that think they're uh, they're caught up in themselves, they're narcissistic. It's them, 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 them boys, them, 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 them boys, their dog, them, 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 them. You know, so it's it's crazy to see how the switch was from my younger days into what it's become now. And I can truly say that when social platforms dropped and they started, it was truly a form of social interaction. It was for people to connect with not only those that were close to them, but to use now this interaction level of this ability through this networking system to connect to other people that where through your friendships, they would be recommended to you and you could spark new friendships. You can meet new people. You can maybe start a a love adventure. Who knows, right? That's how it would go. I remember there was this one girl, her name was Brittany. She used to go to Corona High. I went to Norco High and she was one of the cheerleaders at Corona High. And I knew about her because of Christian, my buddy who played football for Corona High. So I went there, he hooked up the connection and we started talking. But of course, I'm the opener, not the closer, but at least it started, right? That would have never happened if it wasn't for this platform, for MySpace. But sadly, as every good intention comes and every good thing usually does start, sometimes it does take over in other ways and it does change us over time as well. So a lot of these social platforms did start with a good sense of their abilities or what they were trying to do, but sadly, they changed over time with how it enabled the wrong things in people. So again, when we saw people in school, even in high school times, if they were caught up in themselves or like the good-looking people, they kept to their own. They kept to the jocks. They kept to the other seniors or whatever it was. They kept to their own. We weren't like that. We didn't do a lot of that stuff, but you saw it started to kind of slowly grow more as the time grew and a lot of the people's mind changed with what they had the ability to do. And so it started to get people very self-implemented and now into themselves, which is now transferring into more of today's standards. Now people... They use this as not only a validating structure of their own self-worth, but they've turned it into a way now where you have to use it to benefit yourself in a sense of kind of showing the world how you want to be seen, a false sense of entitlement or a false sense of a happy lifestyle, when in factuality, not everything in life is supposed to be happy. We're not supposed to have just a highlight reel on our social platforms, but that's what it's become. So now you have women who are very voluptuous or were born with curves or have natural bodies or whatever it may be, or worked hard on it or have a cute structured face with symmetry whatever it may be. I kid you not, majority of women that I go through on TikTok, they're always in 
uh, skimpier clothing, they're in less clothing, or they're just showing off themselves, doing nothing of value, and they have hundreds of thousands of likes. You don't understand this. Like, it blows my mind to see these people who are doing literally nothing and getting validation for it and following. It's crazy. I literally see these women who, of course, I'm not going to, like, sound like the guy that's like the old man, get off my lawn. No, they're attractive women, for sure. And I've seen guys who do it as well. I'm getting to that. But I see so many of these women who are doing literally nothing, and they're getting so much following. And so I'm interested and intrigued now, so I'll click on their page. And majority of the time, the posts they're doing, not as much showing. They're not as much flashy. They're not doing Doing as much with it, they have less likes and less views than the other ones who are exposing more and showing more. It's fascinating to me to see how we as a culture have been trained to believe and to live a certain way with our lives. It is fascinating. And so now that has trickled into the platform of now how we believe narcissism is and how it's turned into a personality trait. Like legitimately, there is literally TikTok houses and these people who are social media influencers who just record themselves doing stuff every single day. They'll make at least four videos a day of them doing nothing, just lip singing or just quoting a certain thing and just looking attractive. It's wild to me that that's actual value of entertainment. You see where I'm going? The whole Kardashian effect and everything else. It's crazy. And it's changed the perception of everything. It's the same with guys. If they're yoked, if they're buff, or if they're attractive as well, it's the same thing. The same thing, different face, different rotation, same concept. And it's wild because people don't realize the narcissism we're building up and this self-imagery that we're trying to present to ourselves in the world is a false premise of what actual life is. And it's detrimental to not only our well-being, but the youth that's coming after us because they look up to us. So now these kids that are growing up in this age or these younger people, your brothers, your siblings, whatever it may be, your friends, neighbors, anything... They are looking up to us because now not only do they see us randomly recording ourselves, always taking pictures, or I kid you not, I've seen so many pictures of women dancing, twerking in front of these cameras with their babies crawling around or their toddlers and stuff, and it blows my mind. I'm like, you're a mom. You popped out a baby. Why are you here trying to get impregnated again? You feel me? Like, I don't know what else you're trying to insinuate. I'm not going to look at somebody who's twerking like in a little shorty sh- booty shorts and be like, well, she definitely has a great mind on her. Dude, oh my gosh, she should be president one day. Whew, that's a role model. No. We have no idea how far we've gotten from trying to portray ourselves as not only value, but having some kind of mindset at an intellectual level of processing these things we are doing and trying to encompass more people because of it. You see where I'm going with this? It's the sense that it is now changing our mentality of not only ourselves, but the value we look for in other people. So let me continue this now. It trickles in now to dating apps because I've used these as more of like a research data's point, and a lot of people speak good about it. I'm sure a lot of people have met their love now because, again, just like MySpace days, I believe these dating apps can be such a great way to meet people you would have never been able to otherwise because I've grown my mindset on it and accepted the true value of what it can be rather than seeing what it is is now. The value of it is you can connect to women throughout your environment, 50 miles around of you in a radius, which is hundreds of thousands of women or men, vice versa, and you're able to connect to them through a platform off the base premise of finding interest in one another, finding a great description of their bio or seeing some interesting photos or seeing that something sparks your eye. They have kind eyes. They look like a generous person. They look like they do stuff. They travel. They're outdoors. Whatever. That is the premise of what it should be, right? 
Well, sadly, all of the women, if not most of the ones I see, it's just always them. Them, 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 them. Just taking a selfie, 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 selfie. Not doing much else. There's random ones where I will see, but most of them, it's like they're trying to have that model physique, the model photos, the incentiveness of their sex appeal is what I'm trying to get to. And it sucks because I'm not looking for somebody to just hook up with. I'm not looking for somebody to just have sex with. I've been holding myself off of sex now for like five years or whatever it is, six years, whatever it may be, seven, who knows. The fact is, though, I've took myself away from that because when you remove yourself from a sense of what you look for as value in somebody, then you can remove the sense of what is holding you from the true person. You feel me? It's like you're basically moving the veil off of their eyes to see who they truly are. Are you compatible? Do you guys challenge each other? Is there something more there? Because sure, people want to say sex is important in a relationship. Well, I guess if you're an animalistic person, to me, I could personally, and it sounds crazy to say, I'm sure, but I could be with somebody my whole life and never have sex with them. Truly. It's just the way that I've advanced in my life now. I've gotten to that spot where it's not of importance in that sense. I'm sure when it gets to a spot, I can say it now because I'm not, but if I fall in love with this person so deeply in love that our souls connect and I finally find value throughout them and try to benefit them in ways never thought possible and thus creating them to a level they would have never thought for themselves because of the connection we have in empowering one another, then sure, I'm sure will souls connect, but I also have a different view of sex and I'm not just going to give myself so easily to somebody. I value my Myself and the connection I give, and I believe I'm giving a piece of myself to you. I mean, not only am I going balls deep on you, but like I'm literally inside of you, and we are connecting. You can't plug. Here's another thing: if you plug in your charger to the wall with your phone, it's going to charge your phone. I don't care if you plug it in and the power's off; it will charge your phone. It's how it goes. You're connecting something, and if you try to turn off the power source and say the switch is off, but my still phone's plugged into the wall, sure, that means it's just a waste of a plug. Then you wasted your time. You got nothing out of it. So that's why this premise of all of this is building up now a false concept of our reality and how we look for another. And that's why I think it not only hurts our personal looks and how we carry ourselves on social sites, but it trickles in now to also our social dating apps because now we are in a premise of creating a false concept of how we view ourselves and how we want the world to value us. So this is how we must do it. I kid you not, I promise you, any girl that you find attractive has a bikini picture, some kind of picture in a bathing suit or some kind of showy picture. I don't understand why. I don't understand why. It's not going to make me swipe right on you. It's not going to make me swipe left on you. Well, more so left than now, but I'm saying like it's not supposed to deter me or benefit me. It's supposed to tell me you don't see yourself in the way you should. I want to see you living life. I want to see you doing stuff. I want to see you outside. I just want to see who you are as a person. And it's tough. I understand it is. But give me a description. But most of the descriptions are so vague. They're like one-line funny dunnies because apparently it's a game. You have to spark interest. You can't just be normal. So... If she messages you or you message her and you're like, hey, what's up, man? You never hear back. You have to be like funny. You have to stand out, which is crazy to me because if we're in an actual setting and we're out eating dinner or something or at a bar or whatnot or at a grocery store, you ain't going to come up with something stupid like that off the fly. You know, it's like you have to have some kind of an interaction to build up to it, to have fun or to challenge something, for example. Like, here's a fun one for you that I thought about this the other day. Let's say you see somebody in a grocery store that you're interested in. What I thought I would do, and this is a fun one, I'll try it one of these days and let you know how it goes. You grab two types of different type of food flavoring or uh, variety, whatever it may be. So let's just say it's rice, right? You grab Spanish rice and uh, lime cilantro rice and you hold them behind your back and you go up to this person if they look like they're friendly or available or whatever in their same aisle and you say, "Uh, excuse me, do you mind if I ask you a question real quick? And this is how you play and see how they are and see if they're like, yeah, sure, what's up? Or they're like, no, you know, if they're standoffish, you can get a quick vibe. So let's just say they're friendly, right? And they're open. 
And she says like, yeah, sure. What's up? Do you mind choosing randomly? I have two things behind my hand and I'm going to cook one of these for dinner, but I can't decide. Do you mind picking left or right? And then depending what she does, if she has fun with her, whatever, she says left, for example. And you're like, oh, looks like I'm making Spanish rice tonight. Thank you so much for helping me. Uh, my name's Alex, by the way. What's your name? There you go. You had a fun, different, unique, intricate interaction, and now you can start something from it. That's cool. That's fun. That's different. It's a good idea. You never know what can happen. It's it's just always fun to start something different. But I'm not going to sit on my phone and see you like match with me, and I'm like, huh, man, did it hurt when you fell from heaven? Oh, dude, bars. You know, <laughs> like it's it's just so corny to me. I want to have a real life connection. I want to just be simple. Like, hey, what's up? How's your day going? Are you living? How's work? Just stuff like that. You know, keep it short and simple. But again, the narcissistic society we have built off of now, we have a premise of like now, 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 now. You need to interest me now or I'm on to the next. Why do you think infidelity? Why do you think that people talk to seven or eight or 20 different people at once until they have fun with one? And there's even this saying that I heard of where it's like, hey, bro, she ain't yours. She's ours. Trust me, bro. You know, it was just your time. I like, I feel bad for people that date. I really do. It seems really tough to find a good one that isn't too far into the sense of narcissism, isn't narcissistic, doesn't feel like she's so valuable now because of her looks and her following that she can have multiple people at once. Like, I see these videos all the time. It's like, oh yeah, you're in his DMs while he's unclogging my drain. It's like, <laughs> I just at times, I just, I can't believe it. I can't believe we've come this far. I can't believe that we've stooped to a level so low now that we let other people deter us and have our views of our own selves. And then we get accustomed to it. Then now we emulate it and we become it and we believe that's value. And that is what it, we should show the world, which is just mind blowing to me and alters my state of reality. If you ask me, how do we fix this? It's quite simple. Don't be so addicted to the way you look. Don't be so addicted to the way that your face is or that your facial structure is or that you must show yourself. You're so addicted to your phone. Put your phone down. You don't need to be on your phone all the time. You don't need to be you don't need to be taking pictures of yourself all the time. There's like a very popular one where it's like a group of eight girls or nine girls at a baseball game and every single one of them is taking selfies. It's like, wow, all of these selfies, but no self sense of, oh, it's, it says, oh yeah, there's all these girls taking all these selfies, but no sense of self, <laughs> you know, like it's, it's crazy. It really is wild times. And that's why it makes sense to me why we have fights over race. Still, we have fights over vax and anti-vax. We have fights over this world, my world, your choice, my choice. It's like, it's so wild. It's so wild that we can be so dumbfounded by idiocracy that we now believe these people who are quote specialists in their craft and believe that to be truth. What is truth? A conformed, a mass amount of belief? Come on, people. Narcissism. Narcissistic. We are too caught up in ourselves. That is why there's this guy, his name's Joey B. Tunes, and I love his stuff. He calls out the bullshit around this world. He calls out all these influencers who are so encompassed with their own selves, they're literally doing the stupidest shit just to get views, just to get likes. Excuse my language, but it's just the fact of it blows my mind how far we have fallen from grace. We have took something that should have been the greatest ally to humankind kind, which is a phone, a phone, social media apps, internet, whatever it may be to not only connect us to every single person around this world, but can now incorporate language change. So you can talk to literally anybody. You can open your heart to anybody. 
you can start a platform or a page and just rift on things, which is what I did. I started social platforms, my personal page. I'm going to do it more on the shallow page. I'm creating a YouTube page, the TikTok page, and I'm just rifting on things that I see that I'm passionate about because it's fun. It's a good idea for me to get these ideas out to the world because I believe it'll spark interest, if not help one person. I have no pride in myself that I'm better than other people. There's no way. We are all the same. I just use my gifts further than most other people do. So I'm at an advantage of knowing my self-worth. It doesn't mean I'm better. It just knows I'm ahead. It's not wrong. It just means I can help you get there. Follow me. I've gotten here somehow, right? That's the whole premise of this and why this is such a passionate topic to myself is that we're losing sense of self. We are losing the ability to value and cherish ourselves and to keep ourselves withheld when we should be. The world doesn't need to know your whole life. The world doesn't need to know everything you're doing. Secrecy is one of the best ways to move forward in life. To having some kind of privacy is a great way to live your life because you want to keep some things close to home. Move in silence. You don't always have to be showing everybody what you're doing. And then on the side tangent too, who cares what people think about you? Don't build up to these false expectations of what other people believe you should look like or what other people believe you need to be. Because again, that's how narcissistic and narcissism plays into this now where we have internet trolls. We literally have people who backslap, just put down, demonize, demonstracize, just just say the darkest and most evilest stuff to people, whether it be good looking girls, but they know they'll never have them, quote unquote, so they put them down or they feel hurt so they want to bash on other people or they go onto someone's page who has a different view and they talk down on them. I don't understand why. What has been so wrong to you like you have to do this? Who hurt you? Who has let you down that you have to become this kind of a person? Isn't it wild to think of a sense that we become this kind of people now that we have to break ourselves down and break other people's selves down to make them feel on our level to feel good? Misery loves company? Really? Come on now. The ability we have as human beings is far superior to what we're using it for right now. The ability we've been given through these social platforms, these abilities through our phones and all of this stuff is supposed to be greater than it should be. I shouldn't go to a concert or a rave, a house, whatever it is, a get together and see people stuck on their phones, looking at their phones, texting these people because they're socially awkward or they're recording every single thing happening because they can't enjoy it in their own mind and use their memory. Apparently, they want to show the world they're there because if I didn't take a picture, was I really there? Yes, you were because you we're there. So why does it matter if anybody else sees you or not? That's what I'm getting to. Stop with this narcissistic bullshit. Let it all go. Enjoy your life. Be a part of the moment. It doesn't matter if people see what you're doing. You don't need to show it. Just because you're dating somebody and they're like, well, why don't you ever post me? Because I'm with you. I'm enjoying you. I'm never on my phone. I don't need to be. I don't care what other people say. I'm worried and focused on you right now. But again, that's the world we're in, where people are worried. They're paranoid because, again, of how narcissistic we have become as a culture, as people, as a nation. And so it hurts. It really does because we don't see the long-term effects this is going to play on all of us and especially the youth that's coming after us because now they're becoming what they see. So just like I mentioned with Joey B. Tunes, he's on uh, Instagram, you could see his stuff. He shows videos of these little girls, little boys that are emulating their parents now and trying to record themselves doing like poses and faces and popping their butts out and all this stuff and doing these faces because that's what they see. You are their guides. You are doing literally harm worse than you could ever imagine because you're creating a false sense of reality for these people. These people literally have lost their mind. They've become robots. You'll see them in public. Uh, you'll see them in public where they're just recording themselves doing everything, recording themselves eating, recording themselves in front of something, taking a picture here, taking a picture there. Why does it matter? Why does any of that matter? 
Again, unless you have somebody who is a social platform kind of a persona and they're using it to benefit themselves with money and all that stuff, I get it. You have a job to do. I got nothing against it. It's the mass amount of people who are trying to emulate that, which hurts my heart because I know we can do better as people. I know we can do more and we can better people around us if we see that narcissisticness and the tendencies of becoming a narcissist is not a good way to live. Narcissism should be removed. It should not be a sense of life now, a sense of, uh, I guess you could say, personality, which it seems to be now. It just sucks. It really does because I think it leads into almost a disorder now. You start to becoming somebody who lives their life for appreciation through other people's admiration. You start to believe that you need to have this sense of views and likes or else you're not beautiful. And you find it that way to have your own sense of value. And so again, for young women that I see, all of these beautiful women that are doing these things with their body and showing it off and doing nothing but just sitting there and singing a lip sync song or just voicing a scene or something and just getting all of these likes and value. Bruh, I blame us as the viewers. Y'all need to step it up. You need to stop giving away your likes and love so easily and commenting on these people's videos that have nothing to add or values your life. You just think they're attractive and you want to get noticed. So you like their stuff and hope that they notice you back, but they're not going to. They're just doing it because they're self-entitled to their admirations, to their own benefits of their own egotistical nature of being a narcissist. You see what I'm getting at? You should value people for better stuff. You should go look on YouTube at 10-year-olds who are playing electric guitars, full symphony riffs of some incredible... It's of some incredible stuff that grown-ups can't even do. Or people who are drum solos are out there writing books. They're out there saving people, doing good deeds. That's the kind of stuff you should appreciate. You should value the people who take time and effort and create skits on these platforms. That stuff is funny. People who bring a sense of comedy, that kind of stuff is empowering. That's why there's a guy that I like on these platforms. His name is Awaken with JP. And I remember this guy many, 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 many moons ago where he was not even as big as he was now where he was doing skits of veganism and being like one of those hipster vegans that was just all funny and doing these crazy good skits, which I loved and enjoyed. I actually reached out to him back when I was doing the Reality Check podcast and I asked him, I was like, dude, I'd love to interview you. I love your stuff. It would be fun for us to talk and give people a a way to enjoy you and your personality. And he wrote back and he was like, bro, I'd love to. It'd be a great time. That shows not only did this guy who was putting effort and time into his stuff, he had a decent following, but he was nowhere as big as he is now, spent the time to not only write back to me when I was a nobody, but was like, dude, I'd love to be on your show. I would love to let people see who I am. That's what value is. That is what the, those are the kind of people who are trying to make a difference in this world. Whether you agree with them or not, at least they're trying to do good for mankind. They're standing up for people and trying to make a difference. Don't be these people who just try to sit there and just bash other people. Don't follow them because you don't need to be empowering that kind of mindset. Find the people who are trying to do good or making people laugh or just living their lives their own way. Traveling, whatever it may be, cooking. Enjoy your yourself. Pick up a talent. Find people who are doing something you wish to do. Enjoy it and emulate it. That's the kind of stuff you need. I'm just really upset again with how much we're enabling the wrong people to have a following and a platform when they don't deserve it. We need to step up and stop enabling narcissism. I can't explain it, like in words, in a sense of how we're able to truly view this and what it's right and wrong. There's been so many nights now where I scroll through TikTok because I love the premise of the platform and all the information I can get because there's so much good stuff on there. It can't get banned like a lot of these other big tech companies like Instagram and Facebook where they literally shut people's accounts down. Keep that in mind. Shut people's accounts down because they've deemed something to be misinformation, bruh. That is modern day book burning. Do you understand what I'm saying? These people that are on these platforms, even if the information they're giving you is false, 
it does not matter. If you're dumb enough to believe dumb people, then you thus are a dumb person and deserve what comes to you. Like, again, the narcissistic people, they're doing nothing for your brain. They're doing nothing to benefit you or to motivate you, but you're giving them your time and effort and following them. That's on you. Those people are more in misinformation than anybody else. The people that I used to follow that before the world went to shit and this COVID changed the whole premise of world and freedom and society. There was so many good people I followed that were giving great information about the world around us, people going on, different type of insights of what's happening and other stuff like that. It was insane. There's only a select few people I follow now that are still trying to do good but have to tiptoe so heavy on these platforms because they went balls to the wall against these people. And it's insane to me to know that you believe so heavily that these people who are controlling you have your best interest at heart. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the same thing happened when people were slaves and their plantation owners or slave masters said the same to them too. There's even a darker world out there. You're safer here. Get out of my face with that crap. If you're too scared to let other people believe what they want because you believe it's implementing your life, you obviously don't have a good sense of life or reality. You're in control of your own health. You're in control of your own life. You're in control of your own happiness. If you want other people to start doing that for you, you're going to live a terrible life because now you're a part of narcissistic tendencies and want other people to benefit yourself. See how it all ties together? It's a crazy world we're living in. Don't lose hope, though. That's the premise of all this. So how do you fix it? How do we benefit it? How do we make people more aware of it? How do we change the premise of how society is going with narcissistic tendencies? You become somebody that has empathy. You become somebody that has a good heart, is an open person, and is trying to benefit others by living a good life. Don't post yourself every day. Post things around you. Post the beautiful dream of the world you're seeing around you. Rift on stuff. Post little articles. Write stuff down. Record yourself doing a speech. Do something like that. Or record yourself outside. Or just don't post at all. There's a fun fact. Go chase something. Pick up a new skill, new talent, spend time and effort into something else, then scrolling. Why are you just scrolling? There's so much else you can do. That is now what you've become. Because in a world where you've been locked up for two years, you believe that's all that I'm available to do. Well, you're in luck. The meta will be here soon, so you can just strap on a virtual headset and never leave your room, right? (laughs) Combat it. Don't give in. Fight back. Be a good person. Don't follow these people who aren't adding any value to yourself. Follow those who are doing good for you. Follow the accounts that are trying to show you things. Follow an account that's a travel page. Follow somebody who's a motivational speaker. Follow somebody who's a psychiatrist, a cook, whatever maybe an artist or a painter just go find people who have talent support them so thus we start realizing oh wow no way actually people with talent and value have a following huh maybe i should find my own talent to get a following yeah we control the market we are consumers if we don't like something and we stop buying it they change it because they need your money (laughs) you feel me if these platforms and these social sites stop getting their following and likes they're gonna switch real quick and find what's going on they follow the trends let's become the new trend us as people should change the way the world is don't go start going Don't go out there and start uh, doing good deeds just for recognition. Don't go out there and then just start doing charity things to be like, oh, I do charity. I'm going out and donating all this money. I'm feeding the homeless. Okay, do it. Don't tell me you're doing it. That's how I know you're a good person. If you're telling me you're doing it, you're only doing it to tell me you're doing it, and I don't care what you say. You do not need to defend yourself. If people have a persona of you and believe you to be a certain person, that's probably your MO of how you carry yourself or how you show yourself to the world. Narcissistic tendencies will always triumph, and that will show. 
So here's a little trick. Go do good deeds. Be a good person to somebody. Don't do something for somebody else and use it down the line to be like, hey, remember when I helped you out two years ago? Want to help me move? No, just ask them. If you did good deeds and you're a nice person, I bet you they'll help you just because. <laughs> let's change the sense of how it is to be a good person. Move away from narcissism and let's move away to being a wholesome person. God, it feels good to be back. I'm up jumping around, moving myself because I'm impassionate, baby. This is the stuff I love. The, the fact that I know I can sit here and talk to you and give you some kind of insight into the world differently than your own self is powerful. I don't think I even realize yet that the type of show I'm doing is almost groundbreaking. It's because I'm literally sitting here with no prep, nothing prepared, no ideas, nothing I'm going to go off of. I'm just rifting to you and letting my mind have its own conscious flow because this thus is like having a conversation with you. This grows your mind. This helps you grow up more. This helps you open yourself to a different perspective of reality and the benefit of the world itself. And so I challenge you. And when I do so, you challenge yourself. And that's the best part of life is always growing. Never stop. Don't become that old dog who can't learn new tricks. Don't become that person who's stuck in their ways and is like, my way or the highway, you need to put on a mask, shut up and get the jab. It's <laughs> anti, anti. How about I'm just a free thinker and I'm going to do me and I'm going to benefit myself and you believe in a socialistic society where everyone has to take care of each other. Uh-huh, sure. What have you done for people? That's all I'll ask. So I'll leave you guys with this, with this whole topic. I think that we can do better as people. And I know for myself, I've grown a lot over my years from being a self-conscious guy to a confident guy and knowing his value and his morale and his benefits to helping people around him, even if I get nothing from it and I ask nothing for it in return. That's why even when I play video games, I'll help people because who cares? It's a video game. I'll give you items that are highly valuable because why do I care? It's a video game. I want to help people. And you see people get lit up. They're like, really? You don't mind? No, bro. Take it. It's a video game. Have fun dude thank you so much oh my god and you know what happens and i promise you this i bet you down the line they'll help somebody next because somebody helped them so they feel they'll do it next it's just like when you go through a drive-thru and when you're sitting there you're like oh somebody the guy in front of me paid for my meal no way can I pay for the guy behind me? It's the pushing it forward thing as humans. We want to help people. We want to feel good and spread goodness. Just as much as the media and everybody else wants you to hate each other. No, no, no. Don't accept their values. No, no, no. Don't say that they can choose for themselves. Hate them. They don't agree with you. We can be good people and help people. The most powerful thing in this life is a continuous motion forward of everyone helping each other till nobody needs help anymore and we're constantly doing the right thing. That's a scary thought for them because then they're no longer controlling our minds. We're controlling our Ourselves. So practice that. Practice what you preach. Really think about what you say and how you say it to other people and try to visualize yourself as a better person and that's how you emulate it for yourself. Stay away from taking these selfies. If you go to your camera roll and you see a ton of pictures of yourself, of yourself, and nothing else, we might need to change our views on ourselves. And I'm sure you're probably a great person. You just don't know it yet. But I know you. So I promise you will be a better person. Don't give up on yourself. So when I think of different things to do now and to move forward, and this was a great rift. I don't want to go any further or farther. I want to stop here, and then we can always come back another day. So this will be a fun one for next week. I think this will be a good one because I really want to touch on this and give you guys an insight of what I think it is and how I believe that not only is it the focus of selling, because they always say this sells, not only is it the market push of every type of thing that builds to as I was getting to with narcissism and the environment of the world, but it's also free. And there's a big reason why it is because it 
destroys the not only the way your endorphins works, but the perception of how you view other people, people's bodies, and yourself, and you start to go down a really bad path, and it creates depression, anxieties, and so much more. Next week, I want to talk about sex, and not only the way that I view sex, how I removed myself from sex, how I was never into porn for a really big reason, and I'll tell you why, but also how I believe that it's such a driving force within our environment today, it is literally crippling people because they're using it to define yourself of value and of something of importance in a relationship when in factuality, that should be a complementary thing that helps grow it even more, not as something that is important in the relationship, but as something to look forward to down the line when you guys connect on a deeper level. So that's what I want to talk about next week is sex. And I really want to touch about it on uh, some deeper levels. I'll go balls deep with you when I talk about sex and I won't pull out until I'm done. (laughs) So I'm glad to be back. I'm glad I finally sat down and did this again because it really comes down to, as Shia LaBeouf did in one of his great riffs on YouTube, just do it. Just do it. Make your dreams come true. We have the ability to do it. Nothing else is stopping us but us. No matter how busy your day is, no matter how much you do in a day, no matter what you're trying to accomplish, there's always time to do more. You can push every second of the day to the max and you can stretch out a second into minutes if you really try hard enough. So don't give up. Don't stop. Always find time to further yourself for a little bit each day to do something you love and to benefit yourself. And I promise you, eventually something will stick, if not get sticky. I'm sorry, the whole sex talk. But eventually something will stick and benefit you in ways you will have never thought possible. And I can't wait to sit in the sideline and applaud for you and cheer for you when you're accomplishing everything you've wanted to do. So thank you for spending some time with me. Thank you for staying a while and listening and having a part of this adventure with me as I constantly grow and I get to see how Alex has changed over these years and how Alex is going to continue to change. And I'm talking in third person right now. That's not right. Uh, How I'll continue to change and how I'll continue to grow as a person and can look back at these podcasts years down the road and say, man, I really did do good and I'm glad to see how I am. And uh, I'm also going to start doing interviews soon on here too. So expect some good people with a lot of good things to say and we'll have some fun along the way. So I love you guys so much. I hope you're doing well. I hope that you haven't lost the light and love inside of your heart and learn to overcome the anger and aggression that you may feel towards other people and never lose the ability to love and forgive every single person, no matter what wrong they've done to you, the harm they've caused you, learn to forgive them because I promise you it'll lead to something great down the road and thus you'll be forgiven for your wrongdoings. So remember, in a world that seems so vast... It's really not as deep as you think. Be good to each other. I'll see you next week.